Welcome to another week and another podcast, guys. It's time yet again for the Wiffle Ball Below Zero podcast. Today, I have Caden Irwin in the studio with me yet again, and it's time for some Wiffle Ball talk. Here we go. So, Caden, how are you doing today? I'm good, buddy. How are you doing? Good, good. Uh, this week, we had a pretty eventful week, just... Uh, Practicing for the um, postseason coming up for our league, um, coming up soon. That'll be exciting. But um, our video for the NLCS posts tomorrow. Diamondbacks Mallards. Yeah, I wanted to ask you a couple questions about that actually. So let's get right into that, guys. Oh, let's do it. So going into that series, facing off against a really good team. As the red hot Diamondbacks, who just really changed everybody's thinking when they de- almost destroyed the Eagles for half of Game Two and Game Three, what's what's your approach facing off against a great team? Um, basically, be ready for Jimmy North, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's been unlike any other. And then the other two guys, I mean, he's is just a timely hitter, and their defense is so good with him and Shima. They both always come up in the clutch. So looking back at last year and coming into the postseason this year for them, they're always a scary team no matter what their regular season record looks like because they play good when it matters. Um, And I think that showed up last series, and they kind of exposed the Eagles a little bit, who are a great team. Um, and that just shows how good the Diamondbacks can be when that core three is playing on mm-hmm. well on all cylinders. So um, I'm I'm sure I'm sure Robles is going to be getting the start probably. But if they if Robles is I interviewed him a couple days ago and asked him about his thoughts on the game, but um. He said he didn't like as he was getting a hit around much more than he'd like, he said, about the regular season game. So if they do end up giving the ball to their um, number two pitcher, which is you, um, what would be your approach on the mound? Um, you know, I got it. Like I said yesterday with the, or the last podcast with pitching tips, I think get ahead early. Um, try to keep them off balance and make mm-hmm. speed. Because um, they, they definitely are a really good hitting team, right? You yeah. Be careful because he can explode at any time. Not that the other two aren't great hitters, but you got to know when to attack um, at the right time. So I think, you know, definitely get my zone established early, be throwing a lot of strikes, um, and try to get him to chase late in the count. Um, when I get ahead, I think that'd be my biggest goal. Um, keep them off balance because if they start sitting on some of my pitches, it could be ugly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Especially facing off against, I don't know how many times we do have to say it, but uh, facing off against a great red hot D backs team that can hit the ball around, like Robles was saying last podcast. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be one for the ages. I'll tell you that. But it's gonna be exciting, that's mm, for sure. Yep. Um. So, with that being said, what about hitting? 
facing off against Nort, probably, possibly, possibly Heath. What would be your approach against them? Um, that's a great question. I think my approach, and I we talked about it a lot, me, uh, Tom, and Jordan. Uh, kind of, you know, we gotta attack Jimmy's. I think slider and riser. Um, I think that he throws those most for strikes, mm-hmm. uh, and his drop ball is disgusting. So trying to hit that pitch if you're sitting on that is really hard to do. So if we can pick out a few pitches that he may make a mistake of by throwing a nice uh, slider, riser, um, I think that that's where we can do some damage. Mm-hmm. I think we just kind of got to take the medicine with the drop ball. Um, if we're behind in the count, obviously we have to attack the drop ball the best we can and defend the strike zone. But ahead in the count, I think we're going to be sitting on those pitches. Um, that's going to be kind of our goal looking forward and hopefully we can capitalize on some of those mistakes okay great answer so yeah it's definitely gonna be a good game but um so to think about last last podcast you did on on the Whiffle below zero podcast we talked more about just your career not really the mlw season but how's the 2022 mlw season been really going um, for me personally, I think I struggled a little bit since I missed the first two series, so I'm just mm-hmm. kind of in mid-season form-ish. Uh, I didn't get to be there. I, I was out of town, um, and then I had some family stuff the one day, so I was unable to go the first two series, which I think set me back a little bit. I definitely feel like I'm putting better at bats um, this entire season in general which you don't always see that in the videos when they're cut down to one pitch. Um, So I think that that's been going really well for me. I think the league in general is so talented now that there's no bye week. And I know that the Gators and the Magic didn't have great seasons, but they're not teams that you can just roll over easily. You still have to play decent to beat Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. Um, Even though the Magic struggled with scoring this year, their pitching was still solid. So... It wasn't necessarily an easy win, no matter who you played. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So actually, uh, that was that that was really the only questions that I had ready to ask. But um, no. going off of what you just said, uh, what was the easiest and hardest team that the Mallards faced this year, or specifically in your opinion that you faced? Um. So I only played in three series so far this year. I played. And the Eagles, which was tough, we got swept. So I would say that's probably the toughest one that I played in personally. Um, the easiest one, I would probably say the Magic game, just because we were kind of playing. The Magic weren't really playing for anything because they were already eliminated. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Oklahoma was a different kind of wiffle ball, even though we swept the Gators. It was not easy at all. They're a really good team, and obviously the score showed that because they weren't very lopsided. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say probably the Magic would have been the easiest, and that's not because they're a bad team. I just think because of the circumstances. Mm-hmm. And that I think the hardest probably would have been the Eagles um, since we didn't come out with a win in that series. So personally, that's for me. For me. It might be different for Tom or Jordan because they played the first two. Mm-hmm. So. 
but I'd say the Eagles is the toughest. Okay. Yeah, the the Eagles definitely made a run this year, but really got stopped by the D-backs. Um, speaking of how it was, it was hard for you guys. It was hard for you guys to beat the Eagles, but then the D-backs basically obliterated them in the second half of Game Two and Game Three. Are um, do you like? Do you really have? Are you kind of scared of the D-backs roster right now? Um, I mean, they're definitely a really good team. Um, I'm confident in our guys. I don't think, as you've been watching the World Series this year, the Phillies were the last team in. Yeah. Um, World Series, they were the hottest team. So, really, it's the hottest team at the current time. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Diamondbacks are hotter than pretty much anybody. Um, You could say that we're on a hot tear now. We've won six in a row after the sweep, so we're feeling pretty good. But it's going to be a very intense matchup, I think, um, especially since we beat them earlier this year. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have blood. So we're going to have some blood to water for them. They're going to be like sharks. So they're definitely scary. I don't think that I'm necessarily scared of them, but they are a scary team. Yeah. Especially if they get rolling the three of them together. Yeah, because as soon as, as – soon as... Like they could just turn it on at any moment, even in even in mid game, um, yep. as you've seen. But hey, um, I hope that the Mallards are able to move on to the World Series. It would be great to see a 2017 World Series matchup, and um, that, that would that would just be a great series to watch. Be now, a lot of fun. yeah, it, it would be a lot of fun, and especially playing at SoFi Stadium, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um. L.A. Yeah, L.A. Man, that uh, that's kind of that's like huge. It is huge. I'm mm-hmm. pumped. Hope we can win and get there. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping for you guys too. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be rooting for the Mallards. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> yep. That's what I like to hear. Go Mallards. Quack yep. attack. Quack attack. <laughs> um. But speaking speaking of the World Series. Um, I just have a question for you. What is your favorite yep. baseball team? I'm a St. Louis Cardinals fan. Okay. So unfortunately, the Phillies knocked us out this year, but in the World Series, I'm rooting for the Phillies. Good, I don't like good the choice. Astros. I'm sure Jordan said the same thing. Jordan did say the same thing. Yeah, he does not like the Astros. Um, he has more hatred of them than me, I'm sure, because he's a Yankees fan. Mm-hmm. But I don't like the Astros either, so I'm pulling for the Phillies, even though they got no hit last night. Um, yep. I'm still hoping that they win what now has become a three-game series. Mm-hmm. Um, now that they're tied at two-two. Yep. It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a good time in MLW tomorrow, and also we got some good MLB games going on tonight. But thanks again for coming on the podcast, Caden. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I love being on the Wiffle Below Zero podcast. Hey, anytime. It's 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 um it's definitely been better podcasts so far. Well good, I'm glad to be a part of it. Okay. Thanks again guys for listening. We'll see you next time.